So, I have officially recovered from the madness. March Madness, ha ha ha, I'm funny, don't worry. Welcome to this episode of Maximum Volume, the podcast where we talk about sports. We have a lot to talk about, and all the time in the world to do it. From everything about the NFL, kind of free agency and all that, to European soccer. Oh my, here we go. Are you ready? We start first with the NFL and free agency, as we always do. Not that many big deals. Here's kind of the big ones that are notable. Jadavian Clowney, the defensive end, signed with the Cleveland Browns for one year, $10 million. So this is up to $10 million. Boy, oh boy, this Cleveland Browns team, I swear. A couple years ago, I thought, well, actually, fine. Two seasons ago, I was like, yes, Cleveland Browns, they're going to be good. They were disappointing. Last year, it's like, oh, Cleveland Browns are going to disappoint me. And they were very good. I really don't know about Cleveland Browns. I really don't. I do love their city, though, so I will be in Cleveland this weekend. Nice. It will be fun. Rockwell Hall of Fame. Exciting. And the draft loves Cleveland as well, so that's why they're in Cleveland. I'm smart. Now, first some retirements and some, I guess, sad news. Julian Edelman has announced he's retiring after 12 seasons in New England. New England had terminated his contract due to a failed physical. He's a three-time Super Bowl winner, one MVP back in Super Bowl 53. Uh, with the whole, you know, they terminated his contract, he said in his retirement video, like, look, man, it was about injury. So, instead of everyone being like, oh... Have a nice uh, life after football, Julian. Everyone's like, no, here's what we're going to do. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer, you might be asking? And honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. Because there are like th over 300 Hall of Famers. Baseball's a pain to get in for the Hall of Fame, but football, it will. it is either just... He gets in immediately, or he's snubbed for like 10, 20, 30 years. So, I really don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I, I just truly really do not know. About a week later, Alex Smith, he retires. He's the retain. He is the very talented comeback player of the year after coming back from a horrible injury. Horrible, hated it. So, after 16 seasons and on three teams of Washington football team, the 49ers, and Chiefs, Alex Smith says, I'm done. I've retired. Good on him. So, those two got to retire happily. Someone who I don't think had to retire as happily was LaMarcus Aldridge as we transition now to the NBA. He announced on Twitter he's retiring from the NBA after he experienced an irregular heartbeat. He spent time... Throughout his illustrious career of, uh, what was it, 15 years? I believe it was 15 years for the Trailblazers, Spurs, and recently now, the Brooklyn Nets. So, LaMarcus, this is not what I want to see. I hate seeing people having to retire because of an, in now, of an injury. Now, it's not 
Like, oh, what about Julian Edelman? What about Alex Smith? They retired because of injury? No. He had to retire during the season. And that's just never fun. Well, Marcus, my man, hope you feel better. Hope you enjoy retirement and all that it brings you. Congrats, man. Now we move to record-breaking. Woohoo! Russell Westbrook is pretty amazing. The point guard for the Washington Wizards is once again in history books. This time, he is now the first and only player in NBA history to record multiple triple-doubles against all 30 teams in the league. What does this mean? He has made the triple-double. Now, I hate to say, and this is going to sound so rude, but he's made the triple-double not as impressive, I'd say, coming from him. He does it, at, like, every single night. So you're used to it, but truly, it's amazing that he has been able to do this. It's crazy. It really is. Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. We had the very entertaining Masters, 85th version, by the way, Hideki Matsuyama was down 10 to win his first ever major. Congratulations, Hideki. He's the first male golfer from Japan to win a major. Not the first golfer from Japan to women in the uh, women's PGA Tour. Won a master, not a master, but a major. And we support women on this show. This master is very interesting, by the way. Defending champ Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and Justin Rose all missed the cut to go and compete in the weekend, being eliminated on day number two. We go from the masters now to European soccer, and uh, it has been an interesting 48 hours for European soccer. On Sunday, this past Sunday, Sunday the 18th, 12 European clubs were announced to be breaking away from the UEFA, Europa, and Champions League. That is, for those who do not understand, the Champions League is where the best teams in Europe compete against each other in a competition to, I guess, determine the best team in Europe each and every single season. These 12 clubs, AC Milan, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, SC Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus, Liverpool, Man City, or Manchester City for those out of the know, Manchester United, Real Madrid, Tottenham Hotspur, I, I apologize if I sounded British there, that wasn't the goal. Sorry, British people. So those are the 12 teams, six of them from the Premier League, by the way, three of them are Italian Three of them, Spanish teams, and then uh, Germans, Bundesliga, and uh, French teams decided not to join this because this this has made European fans very, very angry. I'm not qualified to talk about this at all, but I'm going to try my best to kind of explain it to you the best I can. If you want to have truly better information, find it out on like your find it out on like ESPN and CBS. They do amazing jobs. About this, and uh, heck, even watch Pat McAfee when he interviews, uh, I, crap, I forget who it is. He interviewed someone on a show who did a great job of explaining it to Pat McAfee, who did not understand why it was bad to begin with. So, the league has 12 teams, and it's going to be a midweek competition with 20 teams. 
Here's the problem. Okay? Best... Well, not even the best teams. It's the richest teams in there. The great thing about the UEFA Champions League is it has the best teams in Europe. This one's just the most popular ones. And European fans are not like American fans. They love their tradition. And we're not saying this to be rude to Americans. I am an American. I'll use the example from Pat McAfee's show. Man City. No. Liverpool. Yes. Liverpool fans would much rather watch them play Everton than watch them play Real Madrid. Because they're rivals. They have interests. It's a tradition. This European Super League is basically these teams selling out, being like, you want to know what? We want to have our own league where we compete against each other, and we're not going to care about the whole European system, because the European system, here's what it is like, and I'm going to say this bluntly, and I'm going to explain this the best way I can. There are four leagues, if you want to go to the Premier League, for example. You got to go from, like, the bottom tier, to a upper tier, to an upper tier, you're in the Premier League, and if you are struggling, you will get relegated. That's not something we have in America. We don't have different steps going up the leagues, and we especially don't have relegation. The great thing about this system is we get to see these lovely stories, these rich traditions. This league essentially kills the tradition, because they aren't facing... They're rivals. They're facing just the rich teams. Players don't like it. Fans hate it. The media hates it. UEFA and FIFA hated it so much. They were like, yo, if you do this, okay? If you 12 teams do this, we are not going to allow you to be in our Champions League competition. You cannot come back. That was the thing they wanted to do. They wanted to compete in both the Super League and the Premier League. Basically showing... Honestly, probably for the Premier League, they're going to send their worst players just because they can still get paid probably more money to be in this league, the Super League, rather than in the Premier League. I've seen the example used, let's say, Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. All of them form their own college football playoffs. What about a Georgia? What about an Auburn? What about Florida State? What about Oregon? What about all those teams a couple years ago that were very, very good? And were able to face Alabama's. Would that get to happen? No. Because they would be focusing on their champion, Super League, instead of the NCAA. So, imagine all those teams leaving the NCAA, which actually might happen in the future. You don't get to have those fun competitions. You don't get to have Alabama-Auburn. You don't get to have the rivalry games. And even if you do, they'd be sending their kind of B team to be playing there. Because they'd be focusing on the Super League. It's an ugly situation. It really is. FIFA also said, hey, you know, my friends at UEFA, they said you're not going to be allowed to be in UEFA competitions. We're not even going to let you be in the World Cup. Because the World Cup is the greatest competition for soccer. The best of the best. 
And if these teams would have joined the Super League, all their players would not be allowed to represent their great nation in the World Cup, which is a disappointment. So after 48 hours, the league basically disbanded after threats from UEFA, FIFA, and probably fans too. It is... I don't like this. I don't like the European Super League. I really do not. Maybe it sounds like a good idea on paper. But you're killing tradition, and I cannot support that. We now move to combat news. I'm in a fighting mood. Let's talk about combat news. By the way, we're not going to do that much on a Jake Paul, you know, Ben Askren fight, other than a Jake Paul wins. Like in under two minutes. And uh, people were kind of disappointed. And there have been some rumors circulating that maybe it was a paid fight. Because we saw footage of Ben Askren looking very, very happy after the fight. Even though he just lost to a YouTuber. I really don't know. By the way. Not a good show. Okay, we are actually going to talk about it now. When you have more concert time and longer ring entrances than some of your fights, that's a problem. That's a problem. I know what they're doing. They're trying to appeal to a younger demographic. That's why we have, uh, what was Snoop Dogg was there. I think Justin Bieber and Megan Stallion performed. They're trying to appeal to that younger audience it is it's killing boxing calling it right now really is well you want to know what else is killing boxing i'll tell you what else is killing boxing all these uh guys coming back it's entertaining but they're not letting the uh, young guys shine but one person who is coming back is Vander holyfield exhibition fight june 5th for triller fight club the ones who put on the was it Logan or Jake Paul? I really don't know. There's two of them that look the same. I'm a twin. I would know. Evander Holyfield, Kevin McBride, June 5th, Triller Fight Club. Gonna be a fun one day. We'll cover that in June. We now move to UFC 261. Main event, Jorge Masvidal versus Kamara Usman. Welterweight title fight for the championship. Second meeting between these two. First one happened back in the summer, Fight Island, which was... Very fun. Here's the problem, though. Jorge Masvidal only had a six-day notice and had to lose 20 pounds in those six days leading up to the fight. So, he was tired, man. It is not fun losing 20 pounds in six days. You take a fight on six days' notice, you go there, and even though he lost... I applaud Jorge Masvidal for doing that. So now, they're going to fight. UFC 261, they've both been training. It's going to be a fun one this weekend. And finally, a trilogy fight. The ending, I guess, of this era. Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, will happen July 10th for UFC 264, taking place at Las Vegas' T-Mobile Arena. Dana White told the media the fight will have a full house of 20,000 fans. The first full capacity pay-per-view for UFC since March of 2020. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a uh, 
a short episode topic wise, but a long one. Uh, a, a long one. It's just been a long one. It's been a long week. Guys, stay safe, wear your mask, have a great rest of your week. If you want to make my week better, you can email the show, maximumvolumepodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, maxgsports at maxgsports. Maximum Volume Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Overcast, Stitcher, Radio Public, YouTube, Verbal, and Spotify. Thank you. Peace. We will see you next week.